0: friend
1: i will survive i will survive barely i don't know but i know i will so so you survived the birthday week
0: i survived the everything week yeah yes everything kindergarten graduation (laughs) that's right uh other people's graduation like important family members and then yes caleb's seventh birthday which which went
1: on for like eight or nine days
0: it did that's what it felt like
1: it's it's there just so y'all know caleb's birthday um and then their family his birthday is is like one of those like um middle eastern like week long you know people you know screaming out in the street and (laughs) just there's
0: we did all the things
1: cooking out out in the pasture and slaughtering a whole pig and
0: whatever it used to be like that it's not so much anymore no it was good i mean he had his party which wasn't on his actual birthday and and well yeah i mean his his actual birthday was memorial day and so um Anyway, so we had his party like a couple of days before, so there was that, and then of course, then you have to do something special, like because on their actual day, Ooh, and so duh. we did that. Yeah. And so then, though, like not all the grandparents could, you know, partic- participate or whatever. So then he's been getting like gifts in the mail. Yes. And um, so today he got three different boxes in the mail. Uh with birthday gifts from from family members that are out of town, so wow. then he gets to open that and then then there's got, more there's more. He got um gift cards for his birthday mm-hmm. um, because he wanted to go shopping himself because and
1: that's so, what the lazy family members do. no Let's be that's, what
0: I re- that's what I requested actually. well, that was crappy. No, because he likes to go pick out his own thing. However, however, somehow I always forget how letting him shop with his own money is like dying a slow death. Yes, it and, takes and, freaking forever.
1: Now, now, are you surprised though?
0: No, I'm not. Okay, surprised. so so I just forget. I just, forget. <laughs> I, I just forget. as a parent. How do you yes. forget that? Like how I, do you, forget you know, that?
1: we laugh about that because you know, taking out like three or four wisdom teeth at one time is kind of one of those things that most of us general dentists don't do every single day. But you'll have a friend or somebody that comes along or somebody you feel for and you're like, Okay, we'll do it. And then every time about halfway through, you're like, What the hell was I thinking? Like, like really, Leduc, you know? Or in your case, I'm I'm equating the birthday Month-long birthday saga, right? With, um, with finishing up with the shopping with his gift cards and relying on little man to, um, to make decisions and choices.
0: Well, and then to Um, do the math. So he had forty dollars. He had a twenty-dollar gift card. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he had and then he had a twenty dollar, uh, and awesome. so he's like, "Okay, so if I get this, how much more money do I have okay, if oh I get Lord. you know, and so he filled he 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 um like filled the cart or he spent his forty dollars, probably four or five times different times before we even went to the register, like yes. he had the decision made, and then we would pass something else, and he's like, "Oh, I really want that instead, so which toy do I have to put back to you know, oh my God, I was like." This is, this is how I die. This
1: is how I go. So they they need to go. And so I saw it, I think on Snapchat, um, y'all need to go find, find and follow Samantha on Snapchat. The, but did you post on Instagram too? Does it go to all of them?
0: No, I just did Snapchat today because I was in a hurry. Okay. But, you know, yeah, I was on there talking. Well, I took a picture of him first, like standing in the aisle, overwhelmed at all the things. Yeah. And I was like, well, here it goes. And I put <laughs> the time, like time stamp on there. And it went quicker than I thought it would. But somehow I always forget how much that sucks.
1: See, I didn't I didn't catch the time stamp part because I'm not that intuitive. But, But now that you said that. My, the funniest part to me was when you were saying this is how I died, and you had that filter, and yeah. you're panning like behind you, and he's got like two Star Wars swords yes. or something, and you hear clap, clap, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that is such a boy thing, that yeah. Is. And, yes. and I, I I miss that,
0: yeah. this um, is So, um, yeah, so you're we talking to my ghost because I actually died in Walmart. Um, this I know that's creepy,
1: you kidding. did die, yeah. That, that um, is creepy. So so I'll I'll say this. This is Motivation for Your Real Life with Samantha Amidon and Dr. Stephen Leduc. It and is. this is episode number seven. Woo,
0: whoop. Lucky number seven.
1: It is lucky number seven. I didn't even I'm gonna write that down. The um the um I've been having um a lot of people, like a lot. You know how big our following is now, right? Yeah. We have on the Facebook page, we have a hundred and something now. We have over a hundred.
0: Yeah. It's, I think it's getting closer to 200 now.
1: Is it really? Yeah. That's outstanding. And it's kind of from all over the United States. It's kind of cool. It's kind of growing. Um, did you see how many um, times people have either clicked on or started an episode? Did you see that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. How many, how
1: many do you remember?
0: Uh, no i don't okay i don't
1: i don't either no (laughs) (laughs) so so honest i i was no i i i thought it said like 55 or something i was gonna kind of make a joke about that and then i actually was like no i think it was like maybe it was 655 and then i thought you know um that's way too many and um and then so (laughs) and then so i i cowered and um and um and and escaped with it i don't know um
0: so, so i thought about you the other day
1: oh lord this is and usually you're... either funny or you're making fun of me somehow or something like that <laughs> so bring you, it
0: how do you know already i you're, i was just about to say when this
2: I start,
0: is... when i start telling the story you're going to roll your eyes but yeah, for the, uh-huh. our listeners purposes just keep your mouth shut until i finish the story don't interrupt me me? with your yeah yeah. with
1: my banter okay I'll be quiet go ahead
0: um so the other day (laughs) the other day I was in the mall and um I was in Dillard's looking for some new clothes and I went to the bathroom and (laughs) as I'm going to the bathroom there's a lady in the stall next to me And she is talking on the phone. And so I wasn't really paying attention to who she was talking to. Like, I thought she had said, like, a man's name. But I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't really paying attention. But it caught my attention at the very end when she... Now, mind you, we're in the mall in Dillard's. Like, in Mm -hmm. the bathroom in Dillard's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She goes, um, well, I'm... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she goes, I'm at the dentist right now. And I'm about, to. Get a, I'm about to get a root canal. So I'm going to have to let you go. <laughs> and it was like, God was coming down. And he said, Samantha, this is the moment that you've been waiting for your entire life. Really? There really? Are so many reasons why that made me so happy. Like it made my day for so many reasons. First of all, <laughs> Like that, she just, like, she, like, like, she's just, she don't want to talk on the phone and she's just gonna, <laughs> she's just gonna own no, the shit she
1: out don't, of girl. Yeah. yeah, no, she like, don't.
0: You know, she could have said, like, she could have said, I, you know, I'm busy right now. I need to let you go or I'm getting yeah, my, my dogs
1: too. Yeah. You know, or, anything,
0: it, anything. No, nah, she's just going to straight up, like go the just, whole nine <laughs> yards and go with the worst like, experience she can <laughs> think of ever. Uh, all like- loud,
1: but she was probably dressed well. Right. I mean, she probably had on a good outfit. She's like, I'm going to put on some good clothes before I call and lie to these people. So at least I look good in the mirror
0: yeah i don't know she was in her stall so i didn't actually get to see her but i wanted to like <laughs> re- i wanted to reach under and like give her a thumbs up or a high what? five no was, no yeah because i was like this is this is i, I take my hat off to her like you mm. go susan or karen or whatever your name is you and, can't
1: advocate for lying that's not right there's no integrity in that samantha
0: I was just so happy for her. I'm like she <laughs> she went all the way like she she really stuck it to whoever she was talking to. I mean, who says like she could have just said I'm at the dentist and left it. No. She even went a further step and said she is getting a root canal homegirl is out there buying a new wardrobe <laughs> and, you know, Sue and her friend, you know, Susie thinks that she's getting a root canal. And that means like, don't call me for several days because that don't, I mean, isn't a root canal a big deal.
1: Well, then the, the, no, not when I do it. Oh, no, it's it's generally a little bit of tenderness and that's okay. it. But, but well, I can't help it. Don't be mad at, at, at uh, perfection. But um, the thing about it is that, um, you know, then, like I'm curious now. Who was she lying to, right? Yeah. Like, like if you think about it, okay. Like, uh, you probably didn't think about this, but I thought about like, like three different scenarios. Like, number one is it's her kids. Like, like they're three, seven, and nine, and no, they're at the house they're. and going, "Mommy, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> We're hungry. Can you bring food home?" And she's like, "Baby, I'm getting a, I'm getting a root canal. Like, this is going to be a long time. So you're just going to have to like, like." find some ramen noodles or y'all going to have to make goulash with all the extra stuff we have. And then, and then option number two was like, she's lying to a significant other, a spouse. Yeah. Right. Right. Which, which same thing you think they would know, right. What's yeah, going yeah. on. But I mean, if that's... this woman's, if she's lying about this, what else could she be lying about? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, she, 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 she could be, you know, the, th- be lying about getting, you know, uh, mugged with the groceries on the way home and showing up with nothing. (laughs) And everybody's like, oh, mama's getting in trouble. She, I mean, mama keeps getting attacked. Uh And then the last one was just, if it's like, it's surely she wouldn't lie to a coworker. Right. So it had to be like a manager or a boss or somebody that was like that. I guess I it could know. have been, like, a mother-in-law. That would be a good lie to, yeah. like, a mother-in-law. Well, or... like
0: she, I mean, she sounded like she was probably, you know, like, in her 50s or so, and so I'm thinking that she, you know, 50s or 60s, so... Yeah, I want to say that in the beginning she said a male's name like Jim or something like that, but I'm not for sure. Yeah. But anyway, um, I just yeah, it was just I, I'm like that. That is how you adult man. Like that is adulting right there. No, you just gonna. No, you know, no. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't agree with me. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jesus, it's
1: Jesus is not happy with her. The church lady is is shaking her head and saying no, ma'am, no. You shouldn't uh-huh. be lying, especially about the good old dentist. Well, you know. The, the dentistry is the backbone of our country. Oh, okay. And sp- Speaking of the backbone it's, of no our country. Not. Um, we just passed Memorial Day weekend. And yes. so, Samantha and I want to say thank you so much to our, our servicemen and women, our vets. Yes. Importantly, the purpose of Memorial Day is to be thankful and show appreciation for um, those that have passed. And, um,
0: Absolutely.
1: I have a, uh, uh, one of our buddies that passed away when I was, I was, uh, I went to A M, to Texas A&M it was in the Corps Cadets company B2. Um, and, uh, our company name, which I'll tell you about more in a minute or later was, was called, uh, the B2 boozers. Mm. And so my, uh, you know, when you go and you sign up as a freshman, you know somewhere in there, your parents like willingly say, "Yeah, I think this would be a good group of boys to come hang out with, you know when you're going into the r o t c there and uh and it had a confederate flag with a keg on it <laughs> um, yeah yeah so so and yes, we did have black black guys that were in our um outfit, and those those are um it's just funny to me how how some of the stuff goes, I understand that it's offensive to some people, but where we were at we were all just brothers and getting along and it was, it was all good. That being said, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, uh, Todd Clark, um, uh, who, uh, it was one of our buddies, got killed in Afghanistan. And, um, and, um, and so I just wanted to, uh, reach out and say, um, um, I guess, Thank you for the sacrifice um, that that he gave, and uh his children um, and his um, widow his wife uh, the time shelley and um and his parents um, Todd was one of those guys that uh was kind of the glue really funny um, but um but a really really just a good solid dude and um oh, I have some some good stories about him but um you know that's the kind of stuff that makes a difference that allows us to sit in our air-conditioned houses with the lights on and uh, go to work every day and worship and it's all those little those little acts of um sacrifice so yes so
0: thank you
1: yeah thank you um and um it's I've, I've got some other stuff that I want to do, but one of the things that I want to put out there is is um, one of my goals is is to help in every way possible with servicemen and, and women, and so I'm um, I'm gonna put put some ideas out later at a later date um, and try to see if we as a country can do some things. And specifically we as dentists can do some things for some of our servicemen and service women to help them get uh, better benefits than what the, the VA will provide. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, uh, we were, we were sharing a little bit about, um, your graduation. Our, our week we had, you know, into school is just not so tons yeah. of stuff. And then, um, um, did you, did you, why don't you share real quick what y'all did for, you know, the, the long weekend? I mean, was it, was it was Caleb stuff every day, wasn't
0: Yeah, basically. I yeah. mean, we, um he got out of school on Friday. At, they had half a day. And so he was out at 1230. And by mm-hmm. 230, he was already bored and asking me why I never had any more children and why he doesn't have a brother so that he would have well, there to, you go. to play with. So that yeah. was fun.
1: He and was insulting talking, your ovaries.
0: Yeah, and by three p.m. Wow. at three p.m. he was asking me if it was time for dinner. <laughs> so yeah, That's so awesome. Friday was Friday was fun. Um, He's awesome. Yeah, and Saturday, um, yeah, Saturday morning I had a photo shoot like first thing um, mm-hmm. that I had to be at, and then Saturday evening was his 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 birthday party, which was, you know, quick. It was quick, which was good, but it was kind of disaster. It was kind of a lot for me just because I don't like large numbers of children.
1: It, yeah, it wasn't a disaster. It was just um, it was chaotic. Just,
0: it was chaotic. Yeah, that's the it, right is word. that a
1: better word? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: and um, yeah, it was sixteen kids. Uh, you know, under six, the age of under the age of six. Yeah, and um, they were you know had free range to the the pizza buffet and and to the fountain drink thing and. Fixing their own shit, yeah. So that was fun. It was an hour and a half, and I at the beginning I thought, oh, it'll be you know, that's a quick party. Oh my god! Thirty minutes into it, I was like, what time is it? I have been here for eight hours. <laughs> um, so anyway, it, it went well. He enjoyed it, and I didn't have anything to clean up, and so that. was
1: Yes. Fun. Yeah. So that that's the advantage of those kinds of things is yeah. that you go, you show up, you you leave sometimes with too much crap but yeah. like in our house that stuff doesn't stick around very long
2: anyway
0: yeah same and then yeah. uh, so that was saturday and then sunday um we went to church in the morning we went to um a different church which was nice and just kind of just for you know change in pace and then what, what
1: kind of church was it
0: uh, we went to Lutheran, a Lutheran church, as opposed instead of Catholic, which is right. not a huge difference, but it was the so we belong to a Catholic church, but Caleb goes to a Lutheran school, <gasps> so we went. Sinners. Yeah, so we went to his school's church. Yeah, and um, that was nice. We sat with you know some people we knew and stuff, and they cool. had an award. Um, there was a teacher getting an award there, a national national Lutherans teacher award or something like that. And so, yeah, we went to watch her get her thing. And anyway, then Sunday afternoon all until like 10 o'clock at night, we had a graduation party for um, my cousins, one graduated high school and one graduated college and they had their party together. And so um, that was good, good family time. That was a very enjoyable kind of a, you know, um, just good family time and stuff. Yeah. And so yeah. that was Sunday. And then Monday was, like I said, Caleb's actual birthday. And so we did all the things for his birthday. We went to the pool and just stuff. And then we went out to eat last night for it. He wanted to go to Chili's. And so we went there and that's it. How about y'all?
1: We, uh, the girls were with her mother. And so um, ours was uneventful as far as us doing something together that way. Um, But this weekend we'll be going down to see um, my nephew Riley graduate, who is going to Air Force Academy, which is pretty cool. Um, And his older brother's already in the Coast Guard Academy. So they're kind of uh, one of those highfalutin families, no pressure on anybody else. Um, And uh, no, so... So the girls were with their mom and um and so I spent the weekend um doing things that uh, I like to do and uh Good. which included um working at the ranch and farm, doing stuff around the house and um and then I got to go to Comanche, Texas and help um Brooke with um they're having a wedding out at her um place, uh, my our hygienist. And um and so they just they, You know, they, they bought this house not, not too long ago, six, eight months ago, nine months ago, maybe. And so they've been working to, to get it up and ready. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, place out in the country. And um, so, yeah, I just went out there and just provided some manual labor okay. to do that for a couple hours. And then um, we still had trees down on our fences and stuff that needed to continue to come come down. Spent a lot of time doing that. Then just other odd things. Got stung by a wasp in between my like nose and my cheek. <laughs> How and, is that? Uh, by the way, <laughs> it's better. It's better. the The first two mornings, I woke up and looked like somebody socked it to me. But um, um it actually reminded me of being married. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Don't <laughs> don't send me hate mail or emails saying stuff. I was that was just a joke. But, um, so it was good, man. Um, you know, it it just, um, we ate some good food and hung out and, um, it, it, um, you know, different time, different year, you know, we might go to the lake or do something different, but, but, um, it was just kind of chill. And after the crazy week with school and everything else, to be honest with you, I was kind of ready for that, you know? Yep. I uh I was not looking forward to loading everything up and going out somewhere traveling somewhere. So, yeah, it was good.
0: I hear you on
1: that. It was good. So, um all right. So, so we've been getting a a ton. Uh, oh, speaking of, so we've had um an average of 50 listens per episode. Good. Um which is kind of good. Yeah. We're up to around 300, so that's that's kind of uh, encouraging. If you think about it, I mean, we because we have more than, I mean, we don't have fifty friends, and so we don't. Between the two of us, you know, that means somebody else out there, at least, started playing it. Yeah, is
0: your, um, mom, is your mom still listening to us?
1: Um, she did not listen to the last. Well, let me say this: I think she is, but she didn't comment on the last one. Okay. So I see her a lot regularly. My sister did, and continues to say it makes her chuckle and laugh. Hi, Shelly. and then yeah hello Shelly um remember um somewhere in there Shelly you need to acknowledge that something I say is correct or you advocate for your brother or something
0: you don't have to Shelly you can agree with Uh, me about the lady in this in the stall in Dillard's no
1: carry
0: on
1: no it should it should she's a she's a health care provider as well okay and uh as everybody says dentists are not real doctors anyway so um (laughs) so uh um no she was uh just just I- encouraging me and saying some good things funniest thing samantha you and i both agree that we don't care to listen to our own voices but um uh shelly and like two other people have said man you have a, such a natural voice you know for for this and i'm like going I, first of all i'm not sure what that means like because if, if you have the face for radio right that right. means you're ugly so <laughs> i i kind of think that's what it means but no, this... I agree
0: that you do.
1: You do. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I still don't know what that means, but um, you, you're you're just saying I agree that you're ugly as well.
2: Good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's it's just funny, Blanca Jimenez, who's who's somebody that I've known for a long time, gone to church with, and been a patient. And stuff. Um, she made a comment just about how funny it was and how she's still laughing, and and so I appreciate that. Um, Samantha and I kind of, we have a very general outline whenever we come on here. And that's the reason why it always ends up being over an hour long, unfortunately. But um, the fortunate part of it is that hopefully you guys are laughing with us and uh, can tell that we're pretty pretty real and honest in terms of what we're saying and sharing and, um, and talking about some things that, um, you know, uh, some of our friends and family may not like but uh, that's okay. We're trying to um, be respectful in some ways um, to everybody. And then at the same time, uh, we feel like the value of what we're talking about is uh, that we're living real lives and we have challenges and difficulties and whether it be financial or relational or spiritual um, yeah. and, and uh, dealing with it in our own way is, is just part of it. Um so so did you, have you gotten any responses or any feedback from your friends and family? Are they pretty much shut her down?
2: Uh,
0: no, I haven't gotten anything recently. I know my mom, she's a couple episodes behind. Yeah. Um, but I haven't gotten – I got one, um, one text message a couple episodes in of, from a lady that I used to work with. Mm-hmm. And she said she is going to be a listener for life because she really, nice. really liked it nice nice oh, that was good um, well
1: i love to hear that
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's good so, stuff
0: but other than that i still haven't gotten any emails so yeah
1: so if you guys have suggestions or ideas please send them to samantha We we've got like kind of a list of things that we have so far but we've had three or four people to come in on talk. And then one of the things that Samantha and I also want to do is, is do some interviews with people. And I actually meant to ask you the other day, Samantha, and I'll just do it here while we're recording. Um, Put
0: me on the spot. so, fine.
1: so yeah, you love, love it when I do that. But, um, so one of the times, you know, like, like when we have a crazy week or something like that, if we have somebody that's lined up that we can interview, that might be a little kind of a good, um, thing we can do in between days when we're recording Mm -hmm. um so like if you have somebody you know that that um that you and I talk about that that would be good or if I have somebody that that I share about um because I have some you know one of one of my friends who's struggled with addiction uh said that she'd love to come on and share and I think it'd be best if both of us were there because you and I both can ask questions and stuff but but I just thought you know, it, it might be something that would be fun and kind of a little different twist yeah, to, um, no, to interview. Great. Oh, and the other thing, did, did you get the, um, the messenger thing that I sent you about, about, um, the, um, the urban dictionary asking our yes. parents those things. Yes, what do you think? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I
0: think we should. Okay.
1: So I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag other than to say that, um, we're going to have some fun recording our mothers and, um, and um, and then we might do another episode with our dads or something. Um, yeah. I, I, oh my gosh, I think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be hilarious. So um, yeah, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, I kind of that was I <laughs> I watched that and I'm like and 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 mind you, everybody, we're not doing anything original. There's nothing here that we are coming up with on our own. This is all stolen from somebody else other than our life (laughs) stories. There are no ideas that we generate that are original. Um, It is all stolen and copied from somebody else. Every
0: single single thing that I tell you is off of my Pinterest board, except for my real life experiences in the bathroom. stalls.
1: I did come up with a new little saying the other day and I kind of, it was just kind of cheesy, but it, put love your day and love the ones you're with. And oh, um cute. I thought, yeah, well, not cute, not so much. You know, I'm a dude. So um I wouldn't say cute, maybe. Very uh, just um well it's it's loving. So, you know, you can say that's strong, Stephen, or or you know, way to way to bring the, the strong man love well, no, no, that sounds gay. Um you wanna say way to bring the the powerful fatherly lo- love no.
0: Way to bring the cute.
1: Oh, that's painful. I need to take a punch out of my man card right now, don't I? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, All right. you use word swag. I mean, it's like <laughs> the last, the last manly thing ever. When you send me a thing from word <laughs> swag, I'm like, look, that like, never he's, happened. blah he's blah, making blah. word swag. Look, look stop. Look, really? And you're good at it.
1: Okay. Is that, is that where we're going? yep um they
0: what are don't even talking, know what are, th- what are we talking about this week
1: they don't even know what that what word swag is so good that doesn't matter
0: a lot of people do
1: yeah i don't know all right so, women a lot of women so what are we so about this week? we're what we're going to talk about today is part one of um of our discussion on life purpose and oh, um right. okay. and life purpose is um is something that you know i mean I, kind of, kind of, uh, looked at here and there, it's one of those things that can be tricky because you don't necessarily want to, want to get caught in this idea of, you know, only have one life purpose. You only have one, one thing that I do or whatever. Um, because the, the truth is, is that God created us to be these amazing feeling, touching physical beings that, um, that can experience everything from the highest of of, uh, spirituality, uh, and, uh, to the lows of depth and despair of the, of the stuff that like what we've talked about with suicide and, and, uh, divorce and, um, and all the difficulties that come with those lower energy actions and feelings of shame, guilt, despair, anger, fear, and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So, so saying that, um, I thought I'd, come in here. And this is kind of one of those things that's, that's close to my heart. I did this with my team recently, at least began the process with them. Um, and, and understand one thing before I say anything else, your life purpose is your life purpose. You get to choose. This is not about somebody else fashioning it for you. Um, you know, just like with exercise, right? You can do it how you want. You can eat how you want. Somebody can coach you, can give you ideas, can, can help you along the way. But um it needs to be yours. You need to own it. And so um one of the things when I, I googled something uh the other day and and it said um you know life purpose is is a um is about living life and fully putting ourselves into life to leave a purpose purposeful life following your passions. And when we leave a passion-filled life, we are living on purpose, and that's the purpose. So, kind of, kind of, talk some circles a little bit there. But what it's basically saying is, is live with purpose, live with passion. Um, mm-hmm. figure out what it is, and and I'm going to have you share in just a minute, if you don't mind. I'm going to read one other thing, and then I'm going to have you share about um where you were at in life when um when you kind of realized okay i'm i'm here i'm i'm in the va i'm i'm struggling and i've got to make a change and i don't know you can tell me in just a minute but i don't know that you necessarily said hey i need to figure out exactly what my life purpose is and go follow it but um i've shared this on our facebook site and it says um it's by uh, h thurman says don't ask what the world needs ask what makes you come alive and go do it because mm-hmm. what the world needs is people who have come alive. And that's what this is about, is is what is your reason for being, what's your reason for being here, using your natural gifts and talents to figure out what the heck makes you happy and then go and do that. And um, like I was talking with a, a friend of mine last week, said, you know, that can mean that you have a job, an eight to five job that you go and do, but your purpose, you may be um, living your life purpose, you know, by helping out the church or helping out the Y or helping out the soup kitchen or, or by volunteering, um, and doing things, whether it's a basketball coach or a youth league or, you know, teaching photography classes or whatever else. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, and so, so for, before I get into what mine is and before we get into what yours is, why don't you tell us a little story kind of, of, of where, um, when you were at the VA, you and I were friends, and obviously we kind of had shared some stories back and forth, and we kind of chuckle about the gentleman that threw poop on you, threw shit on you, or whatever. And, and <laughs> I don't know that he threw it on you or at you. I mean, it it, it did make contact with you, right?
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah. But but I mean, his he was just mad at the VA, but yeah. But it was kind of a culmination of of where, and I don't know that you were completely out of the struggle, confusion, all the stuff that, that had happened with Charles and.
0: Right. Um, yeah. So I was, um, I had been there. Well, I stay, I, I was there a total, I think of seven years, I believe. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter, but I was, I started there. Um, in the director's office, the chief director and chief of staff and CEO is where I started, and so while starting there was good because I literally got to know all of the important people. I mean, you know, like I, it was good to be like kind of on top right away. Right. I also did it wasn't filtered from all the bullshit either. You know, like the political it, nature was, of it. Yes. Yeah. And so um, the. By the time that you've become, like, in any job or whatever, I guess if you've been there long enough, but by the time you work your way up there, you're just kind of, um, your emotions for things and, you know, you just kind of get cold and, like, I don't know, stale is kind of how I put it. But, you know, nothing really affected anybody anymore. It was just like, oh well, okay, you know, this happened or that happened. And everybody's like, well, it's just another day. And I never was able to take it like that. I was never able to just blow it off, you know, with whatever was going on, like big stuff. Like, um, the, I don't know, I can't even think anymore, you know, like when the, the morgue of the hospital, like the air conditioner went out one day and So that's like a, that's like a big deal. And so we had family members complaining or, you know, you have to take family members down to the morgue to, you know, whatever, identify or whatever. I mean, it's, it's big stuff. Yeah, it is. And everybody was just so, um, what is the word? I can't think of the word I'm trying to think. They on edge
1: or was it, uh, um, like,
0: like they're like, you know when they work there it's like um well a good example is when when charles died like within a couple hours we went to the funeral home and the funeral home worker like that's his job and so he was just it's just his job like it doesn't affect like death doesn't affect him anymore it's the emotion
1: of it yeah yeah yeah
0: like they just you know they just lose their feelings towards it. And so I was around a lot of doctors um a lot of cert like the ch- I I worked for the chief of staff and he was in charge of all the do- the doctor end of the hospital. And so every um every department had a chief. And anyway, so I got to know all the doctors, including, you know, like the chief surgeon and all of that. And so everybody was just so stale and sterile to like just emotions and stuff. And it just drove me nuts. Well, then when Charles died, everybody was like, oh, well, you know, everybody commits suicide. I mean, then nobody said that, but, you know, it was just like, well, we're around it every day. And so they're, they have no connection to it anymore. They don't have any emotion to it, and so, um, you know, I just didn't get any sympathy or just you know no compassion and, from it, and it was really really hard. And I was had to put, I was put into some some situations where I had to handle, um, I had to handle a phone call from a veteran who called. For help because he was wanting to commit suicide, really? and he had just taken a ton of medication. And they gave, and I took the call. And I mean, I'm talking like maybe three or four months after Charles died. Wow! And so it, that was extremely difficult for me to be on the phone with someone who wanted to commit suicide, and I was supposed to what you know talk them down. I mean, when you don't, you didn't
1: was, have the training uh, to do that.
0: Exactly. And so, um, you know, so my immediate coworkers, like the other ladies that I worked with, like in my direct office, of course they were compassionate because they were all wives and moms and we were all very close, but like our outside bosses, our big bosses, um, they were just, you know, it was, it was a very emotional day. And then actually, um, within that same month, someone shot themselves in the bathroom Oh the VA. Dude. And um, we had all kinds of uh, media calling. And um, since I worked for the director, I had to, you know, it was, it wasn't just me, it was, you know, like I said, other ladies, other um, admin people, we, we had to take the calls and it was like, um, you know, I, I kind of, I felt like I could have asked to go home. Like, can I go home this day? Like, can I, do I not have to deal with this? You know, but I mean, nobody just, nobody considered that that day might be hard for me. And so, and I know that I'm not the only person that's ever been through anything and I wasn't the only person working there, but just no compassion left whatsoever. Well, and so, and, and the patients that I dealt with, right. Um, they were all very mentally unstable because by the time they make their way up to the director's office, they are super pissed about something. And um, so it's, you know, it was just, it was very, very difficult. And it wasn't, it wasn't job wise. It wasn't what I like to do. It was not creative. It was not. And, you know, I've said a few times on here that I'm, that I'm a creative personality. And I like to, you know, do different stuff and sitting behind a desk at a computer all day is not was not my cup of tea and so and I knew that it was making me unhappy I was getting desensitized that's the word I was looking for yeah I was getting desensitized to all of that stuff as well and I didn't want to be that person like I saw what the how the rest of the how the rest of the VA worked and yeah. I, I'm, I don't want to reach that point of being desensitized. I don't, you know, and so, um, then it, then I was really thinking about it like, you know, I'm Caleb's only parent now and I cannot be coming home at the end of the day in a horrible mood and being his only parent. And you know, that's not fair to him. Right. And so I just knew that I needed to make a change for, for myself and for him. And I'm, I'm so glad I did because I just, the VA really sucked the life out of me. I mean, right. it really did. It sucked the happy out of
1: me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to say it. And I, and I think just saying that, if we'll just take a, a a moment with us talking about Memorial day, you know, it's, it's my biggest beef with the, with the VA is that everybody's been there. You know, if this was run like a, a, a company, there would be, you know, mm. uh, not just training and development, um, within the structure of it, but there would be some people there loving you guys, you know, where there's some counseling and yeah. there, where there's some feeling that's there, and um, it's just an archaic uh, thing. It's the people that are there that did not create it, um, yeah. But it does need to be revamped and overhauled, and 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 that's, I don't, I don't know how, you know, I've I've contributed um, uh, to various organizations over the years. Um, and helped out some families in our practice that needed it, but um, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things that uh, we continue to see patients that we help through the VA, and yes. and it, it, there's never ever a time when they're like, you know what, you know what, I'm good. I want to go get this done at the VA. It's always it's always a weapon. So I hate that. Yeah. And, and um, but obviously, there's there's blessings and opportunity whenever you go through a difficult time. You know, the Bible talks to us about. You know that we learn more in times of difficulty and times of sorrow, um, and than we do in times of joy and song. And so, um, so you 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 were there. You knew you were a creative type, and that something needed to change. And so, can you tell us real quick that process whereby you said, "Okay, I'm going to do it." Like like, not not as much the the emotional aspect of it, but the actual physical process where you said, okay, I'm going to make this change here. Like, did you give your notice and did you, you know, kind of do everything properly or, or did you start, um, growing some creative business? Cause, cause not everybody yeah. can just quit, right. Oh, and, right. and start so, going, doing creative stuff. So share with yeah, them kind but, of your, maybe your thoughts and then your actual action steps.
0: Okay. So I knew that I couldn't just up and leave, um, financially. I, I mean, the good thing about working for the government is insurance and your salary. I had a, I had a pretty good salary there. Um, and so I knew I couldn't just leave, but I planned it to where, um, Caleb was going to be out of daycare and starting to go to school. So I wouldn't have that like a daycare bill. Um, and I thought about it, I had been thinking about it for a long time, well over a year. And so at the time I was blogging a lot and, um, with the way the blog blogs work kind of is if you have, if you use photographs in your blog, along with your writing, and if your photographs look quality, like professional photographs, you have a better chance of companies finding you and sponsoring you. Huh.
1: Did not and know that. Offer,
0: yes. And so, um, I wanted to learn how to take better pictures for my blog in hopes to find somebody just, you know, so that I could start getting paid for my blog posts essentially. And so I uh, asked a good friend of mine who was a photographer, um, you know, could she teach me how to use a camera or what should I buy, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, you know, and I said, I want good pictures and I want to go ahead and buy like a really good one, spend the money and get a good one. And so anyway, she told me what camera to buy lens and all that. And I did, I did this while I still had a very good salary and um, she taught me how to use the camera and I just wanted to learn how to take pictures of Caleb. Like I just needed to know how to take pictures for my blog. So she taught me the very basics, like over the phone. We weren't even in in person. Yeah, she did. She told me what three settings I needed, the, the, the three main settings I needed to know to get started. And she said, just start taking pictures of something every day, just practice every day and messing with those three main settings. And then she said, eventually, once you start learning those, then you'll learn you know, about more stuff and then start learning the editing software and all that. Anyway. So I started taking pictures of Caleb who is very photogenic and I didn't realize how photogenic he was, but he made it very, very easy. And so uh, when I started posting pictures of him that I took, other people were asking me like, Hey, will you take pictures of my kid? I'll pay you. And Anyway, turns out not every kid is super easy to take pictures of like Caleb was. <laughs> and,
1: wow.
0: You yeah, slammed
1: all them. your clients.
0: And so, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I did. And I'm so, uh, anyway, so I started taking pictures of him and posting them. And then actually, I, Target reached out to me one time and said, We'll send you a, a gift card if you'll go buy Caleb some clothes from Target from such and such line. Like if they wanted me to buy us, target carries like the jack and jill line they said go buy fifty dollars worth of jack and jill clothes for caleb take pictures of him in them and post them on your blog and so st- little things started happening like that like companies would send me gift cards you know how many times stuff. did that happen um not too much maybe like between five and ten
1: well that's and, i mean that's still cool you know yeah. i and see several, you say not too much i think most people listening would go oh huh? Like, I didn't even know that was a thing and you yeah. didn't even solicit it. They just sent it to you. Is that what I'm hearing?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and so, and so okay. hold on just a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, okay. excuse me for, for, but the point being for those people that are out there listening, um, what we want to encourage you with, when we're talking about life purpose and, and going and pursuing this, we make statements all the time, Samantha, all the time about what we can or cannot do well I can't do that because I don't have the money to leave or I can't do this Mm -hmm, look it's in and and I was talking to somebody the other day I'm like I think I know the name of the book I'm going to write and it's going to have to do with roadblocks and 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 the thing is is it happens all the time in little little micro decisions Samantha where there's a roadblock and we just stop Mm-hmm. And, and and if you're working in those lower energies, if you're working and you're sad and you're frustrated and, and you're depressed, maybe you're married right now. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're single and struggling with that. Maybe you're married and you're you know, struggling with not within the marriage, but, but maybe it's kiddos and raising them. It, maybe it's finances. There are ways in today's society, in today's world to go out and either find changes, educate yourself to do things, to motivate yourself, to step out and and take a risk. We talked about taking a risk, do something different. And and if you just find that one thing to do different, improve to yourself that I can do it. We talked to, you know, we're doing our 30 day challenge. We talked about, um, what'd you say you wanted to do? Oh, go take a cooking class. Um, Mm -hmm. just freaking put the money aside and go do something different. So that's something that I would like to encourage everybody right now. Get your pen and paper and write it down and say in the next 30 days, in the month of June, whatever. I want to go do something different that I've never done before. I don't care if it's skydived. That's kind of an extreme thing. But but it can be something simple. If it's that you want to take your kids somewhere, start putting money away to go do that. Maybe you don't want to go into debt in Christmas. Maybe your different thing is, you know what? start putting 25 bucks away. Now, uh, Dave Ramsey teaches, like have a place for your money to go. Um, and so, so that's the thing there that, that I kind of want to kind of grab and, and pull out that you did Samantha, which was, you know what? I, you start blogging first. Right. And you did that yeah, kind started, of as a therapeutic kind of release, I guess. Yes. Yeah,
0: right. Right. Yeah. And, and I, and then once I, well, I mean, started blogging when I was pregnant. So seven years ago. Oh wow! And, and so, um, yeah, this was, but then it, eventually I gained quite a few followers, which is how it was able, my blog was able to reach target. You yeah. know, like I, I gained quite a few followers and none of this happened. I'm as you're saying what you're saying, I wanted to also put out there, none of this happened very fast for me. I'm, I have a tendency to be like, kind of one of those people like, Oh, well it didn't happen. Moving on, you know, like that didn't happen, but I have to remind myself like nothing happens super fast and, or I shouldn't say nothing. Some things do, but for me, this process didn't happen super fast. It was just that I kept at it and I made a plan like early on, like I told myself, if you want to quit this horrific job, your ass better find something else to do and work at it. And so that's what I did. So my blog took off my, because of my pictures, um, and then people started asking me to take pictures for them and they started paying me a little here and there. And then I, then I qu- then I learned the software, the, you know, the editing part of it. And I started learning more about my camera, et cetera. And then I thought, you know, this might be something that I could probably do. Um, it won't be the same income that I have now, but you know, anyway, so I bought, I made sure I had all the equipment that I needed. So I have, you know, two cameras and several different lenses and some lighting stuff and whatnot, props and whatnot. So I made sure I bought almost everything that I needed before I quit the VA while I had that income. And for an entire year, I did both jobs full time.
1: Did you ask anybody? Did you say, hey, what do I need to buy? Or did you just go online and do the research? What What were the steps I that asked, you took to, to – you just asked friends, and, and did you ask yeah, random asked, people? Like, hey, dude.
0: No, I asked um, – so I asked first started with my friend Amanda, who's a photographer, right. that told me what camera to buy. Um, so I started asking her what lenses and different stuff. Then I started researching what different lenses did, and then I actually went to a local camera store in Austin that's really – Pretty well known, and I just stayed there for like several hours asking the people and the people that work there and the customers like, Hey, I'm doing this or whatever, you know, just like I said, it took time, Yeah. but over time, but over time I bought everything that I felt like I needed. And then I worked both jobs for both jobs. I did both jobs full time for a whole year. Like I was going to work at the VA during the day and every, you know, not every evening, but a lot of evenings I was having photo shoots after work. And it sucked. It sucked doing both because I had to drag Caleb to my photo shoots. And, but I was, I was building clientele. I was, you know, posting my pictures on Facebook is the only way that I advertised. Mm -hmm. I made myself a Facebook page that links my blog and my photography together. And I just started sharing the pictures that I was taking. And, um, I was able, so that whole year that I did both jobs, I was able to save what I was making doing photography. You know, I put, I set aside quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, then I quit. (laughs) I had voiced to my boss that I was thinking of it. Um, that it, she knew, she kind of knew what I was doing and it, and I should mention that I didn't stay in the director's office for a long time, probably six months or eight months after Charles died, I started looking for a different position cause I couldn't handle the pressure of that job. Gotcha, sure. And so I, I went to a different department that was much more low key, um, right. That was that was, anyway. So I I ended my my career at the VA on a good note. Um, I really liked my boss. She was very 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 understanding. So she knew that I was doing the photography thing, and she was very supportive. And she knew that I was thinking about leaving. And and so um, my parents were not a fan of me leaving, uh, losing, yep. you know, letting go of the insurance and the salary. And and, whatnot, and that's but, typical,
1: right? I mean, it's it's one of the things we're going to talk about. Is and, and I wrote this down over here. Um, and said, you know, if you're committed, you're going to do whatever it takes. The thing to yeah. understand is that you're going to have pushback. You're going to have, don't expect other people to have your same dream. Cause guess what? They do yeah. not. It is not their life purpose. And and, and yeah. by the way, Bill Courtright said that taught me this in, in, in his um, course that we took with him stress mastery. He said, um, you know, you do not set your purpose. You discover what your purpose is. And, and, and that is something that is you and God, and that's what you're created to do. And there's a hundred different ways to get out there and, and do it. And so mm-hmm. with that, you're going to have people that don't support it. People, I mean, you, you would yeah. say your parents are your you biggest are. supporters. But, right. but so why is that? Well, that, there's several things going on there. One, one of the things I'm going to say is your ego is going to listen to them. Because your ego works in in fear, your ego is there to help preserve you, to help um, to protect you, right? And so it's going, uh, oh, you know, it, and it doesn't exist in the current moment. It's only worried about stuff that's ha- might happen in the future or stuff that happened in the past. And unfortunately, many times our own voices are lying; they're not speaking the truth. They're they're it's right. there's putting stuff into your brain that either has not ever happened or it will not ever happen, but we'll emotionally get tied onto that. So you have to be strong. You have to be committed. You have to persevere through it. And it doesn't matter if it's imperfect. I I think Samantha would be the first one to tell you that as you're stepping into those doors and stepping in through some of the scariness of it, it's, you you may zig when you thought you're going to zag, you know, you may go one direction and you're like, oh man, you know, the photography yeah. took off, but I really thought I was going to do, you know, only weddings or something like that.
0: Right, and, right. Well, I mean, yeah, like now I'm at a point where I, this is a slow season. Well, spring was super busy for me and now it won't be busy until, um, you know, September, October. Right. And so, you know, I did well, like I did well last and I did well in the spring. Um, But there's some things coming up in life like counseling and just different stuff. My air conditioner blew up on me the other day. You know, there's some there's some financial things coming up that I'm like, you know, I might need to consider finding something online that I can do, you know, like just something from home that I could make. And so it's not going to be perfect all the time. I mean, I'm in a position right now where I, like I said, I have to pay for some extra stuff that you don't expect. And so I'm like, maybe I'll find something, you know, that I can do online from home to make, you know, a few extra bucks here and there. So it's not perfect all the time. And, um, it's, it is, it is scary, but I prayed about it a lot and I took my time with it cause it was a huge decision. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just kind of let things fall as they were going to fall and I didn't really force anything, that I felt like was a force. I yeah. don't know how
1: to. Um, yeah, you, you, well, it. you, you, you listen just, to God. You listen to. I, yeah. it's, it, yeah. it's one of the things I was going to say is, you know, if 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 y'all haven't done this, something's a really healthy thing is to write, you know, put your name in a, in a blank sheet of paper, uh, draw a circle around it and just draw wagon wheel spokes around and and write down the people and the things and the situations that have influence on you. And as you go and write those things out, just let it flow. I mean, just kind of, you know, don't put restrictions mm-hmm. on it. What might it be? It might be, you know, the, the, the mortgage and it might be, you know, mom and dad and it might be this and that. There are some of the people that you have in your inner circle, almost all of us have that when you're taking a risk like this, you're going to purposely say, I love you, but I can't listen to you because what you guys want for me is not what I want for myself. Um, And and in the case with the parents, they may want the same thing that you want, which is financial security. And like you said, the the insurance and the whole nine yards, but you can't achieve that where you're currently at and be happy.
0: Yeah. And
1: so, so...
0: and like I told them, I, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like it just because I walk away from this job doesn't mean that I'm walking away from a job forever. Right. I mean, it. even my boss, when I left the day that I left, she's hugging me and she said, if this does not work out for you, you can always come back. Right. And so it was like, OK, you know, and, and my other thought was, too. I was doing it a lot for Caleb so that I could be part of his life Mm -hmm. and, you know, go to the school things and do all, you know, be home with him during the summer and, and, you know, Christmas vacation and all that. And I thought, you know what, he's only little one time. He's only little for a little while. And by the time he hits, you know, fourth, fifth grade, he is not going to want me at, you know, he's not going to want me to be room mom and he's not going to want me on every field trip. And if I'm poor, then I'll go back to work then. Like it, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing, you know, and there shouldn't be any shame in saying, well, that didn't work out. Just like me saying now, like, Hey, maybe I need to find something part-time to do this summer to earn a little bit. There's, there shouldn't be any shame in that for me to say it's, it's a slow season. And that's what you get. I mean, that's what happens when you have a profession, like you know, you're doing your own thing or season. And so, um,
1: yeah, you and I also believe in the law of attraction. So we, we believe that if you put good into something, so Samantha sees this as an opportunity and she's like, okay, I'm going to go and be purposeful. Like, like the universe is run by intention, right? Whether it's God's or yours or whoever's. And so you're going to be intentional about seeking out, spending time, setting time aside, so that you're not putting out wildfires all the time and you never take take the time to sit down and say, I need to search this out. Um and so I think that's super important that um that A, that the you know, the step and the process that you go through, whoever's listening out there, do you have something in your life right now that you want to do? Where you want to go from where you're at to to doing something else. Doesn't matter what it is, to be honest with you set an intention for it and what what does that mean well there's baby steps and stuff that go beyond that and we'll talk about that in the future i i hope and i pray this this um playing the matrix with mike Dooley. one of the things that he talks about is is when it's like samantha didn't have all the answers what she did know and what she did kind of have in the beginning is i want to be happy and i and i need to keep my sanity somewhere in there right like like I've I've yeah. I've got some ideas on how this should work, but it's gonna have to be look different. And so let me pull this up real quick. And so with that, um he talks about being very general in what you want initially. You know, if you're looking for your life purpose and you're like, okay, what do I want? Be general with it. If you're if she would have written down, okay, I've got to be a photographer making this much money. Um, And it's got to come in X number of dollars every month and I've got to have insurance and I've got to do this. And, you know, we get bogged down in that and then we're like, oh, crap, you know, step away. I'm not going to jump. Right. Right. And and so in order, anytime we're doing those things, we have to um, stay positive about it, think good things about it, pray good things about it. And so you're 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 staying focused on more happiness with the thoughts and emotions of it. And and you're focusing on on gratitude, on serenity, spirituality, on confidence, on uh, creativity, on acceptance, on tolerance, um, um, patience, self love, kindness. And so so you know if you would have gotten if Samantha would have gotten in there and started beating herself up, oh I can't do it, right? Or if you want if you would not have been able to focus on on the feeling or the emotion of knowing what it would felt like to be with Caleb being his room mom, then you wouldn't have been able to make that jump because your fear and your ego would have held, held you back. Yeah. And so yeah. somewhere in there you decide, you know what? I've had some shitty things happen already. I don't care. Like, right? Like <laughs> I don't care. And that's how yeah. I am right now with some of the stuff that I'm learning and creating in the podcast. And I've had probably four people be like, yeah, you, you, you have, tons of extra time. And I'm like, I don't care because this is where my passion is at. This is the Mm -hmm. greatest things in our lives have come about because at some point somebody had a passion about doing things differently and said, I'm going to create this. I'm going to do this different. And, um, and I think that's kind of one of my things why I, I didn't do stuff for a while was because I thought I really have nothing different to say than the other person. Um, Mm -hmm and the reality is is that it doesn't matter my this is my life purpose this is what what he put me here to do and so if i'm not taking steps in those directions if somebody's life purpose Samantha is to you know plant plants and and do gardening and that kind of stuff what happens to them if they don't pursue that you know they're they're looking at what sadness. They're, yeah, they're going to be, yeah, be, miserable. be despaired yeah. and they're not going to have confidence in, in what they're doing and where they're going and those kinds of things. Right.
0: Right. Go ahead. Not to, yeah, not to interrupt, but it goes exactly along with, um, a really good speech that I heard in church this weekend. I was telling you guys that, um, there was a teacher that got an award. She got up there and, um, was thanking everybody for her award. And she said, and it just hit home so, so hard for me. She said, do figure out what it is that you love. What is your passion? What is your purpose? Figure out what it is. Do it and God will follow. God will be there with you and it'll bloom because she was, uh, she said the last thing that she wanted to, thought she was going to do is be a teacher. Yeah. And, um, she didn't want to be a teacher because she said she had so many educators in her family. So it sounded like maybe like her, both her parents were teachers gotcha. or, you know, whatever, I don't know. But, um, she was like, I was going to do something different. You know, I was, my mind was set that I was going to do something different. And she said now, um, you know, she said, but teaching was my thing and here I am. And she got, and it was really a big an award, a big award that she got. It was like a na- na- national wide nationwide she chosen yeah. out of the sure. whole nationwide. Yeah. And, um, she got such, they they wrote like such a nice thing about her, all the stuff that she's done or whatever anyway. And she said, um, you know, you just find your purpose, find your passion. And she said, teaching children, of course, like I've said, my my son goes to a Lutheran school. And so she said, teaching kids about God is what I want to do. And it's my purpose. And she said, and it's just, you know, it's blooming. And so, It was like, wow, you know, fine. Even if it's not your job that you love and you can't, you're not at the position where you can switch jobs or do, you know, find something else that you truly love. Like Stephen loves to go to the ranch. That is his thing. He loves, you know, and, and, you know, I, I, I do love photography, um, but I wouldn't say that it's my first passion. Um, writing is definitely my first and true love. And um, you know, just find something that you love and and make it a priority in your life. Do it and, and do it. Yeah, it, it it'll fill. It will fill your soul, and you'll find God there with you in those things. Like it's just amazing how, like when I write something that's really you know powerful, or I really put my heart into it, I I get so much feedback. I, you know, I'll have people that'll come to me and say, "Your." Your post that you wrote, you know, whatever, whatever it was about, it just it inspired me or it moved spoke me to me, yeah. It spoke to me or it made me think about this or whatever. I mean, so many times I get that response, and like I said, I do love photography, but it I don't like I have a bunch of pictures that I've taken around my house of Caleb, you know, or whatever, and I look at him and I think like. Man, I really, you know, I really nailed that one. I really got the exposure right. I really whatever. I edited it really well or whatever. But when I read something that I wrote that came from my heart, I mean, it it speaks to me differently than when I look at a good picture. Yeah. I don't know how to I mean, I like like I said, I like photography and it's a good um creative outlet for me and I'm good at I think I li I like it because I'm good at it and I know how to do it and I know what I'm doing. But writing is really my thing and um I just I I feel I know that God is, is there with me when I'm writing because I'm doing, it's a purpose you know, it's purpose. Like I, Well, it's God inspired.
1: Yeah. It's God inspired. And and like we were saying earlier, this is not about one single thing. I'm going to share mine here in just a minute um, and kind of uh, my words and uh, that, that I kind of live by these days. But the, the thing is, is that um, there's, Whatever it is, you've got to find it and you've got to access it somehow. Um, it may mean, like we were talking about earlier, maybe you can't get paid to uh, you know, do design flower vases and stuff and, and have your own flower yeah. shop. But doggone it, you can start by making a difference in people's lives. You can, yeah. you can you know, go use your time. You can go and do different, different things and, and to, to express that. Uh, and a lot of them you don't have to especially with the internet these days you don't have to go somewhere and spend a ton of money to learn Samantha called her friend yeah told her exactly what to do um yeah so so that would be a challenge that I would love I, I know that we're not at a point now right right now where we have a huge audience where people are going to spit back at us you know what their um what their love is and what their passion is but but man, I would I would love it if you guys want to share that. I think Samantha would be a good thing for you and I to, to go on there and to, to share what what they uh, what that is for us. Uh, mm-hmm. Samantha hasn't gone through this process, the specific process that that um, that I've gone through yet, and so I'm going to share with you guys what, what I have, and then Samantha, if you have something to, to kind of uh, pile on there. But I'm going to start out by saying, you know, if if you do not take the steps in life. To get what you want, including joy and happiness and thinking positively about abundance and goodness. And you're not getting better at what you do or who you are. Then you are going to short circuit the so-called miracles. Uh, That's from Mike Dooley uh, in Playing the Matrix we have these beautiful miracles and Samantha and I talk about it. We're like, Ooh, God gave me that. Like, you know, it was like, like, right. Mm-hmm. You got a sermon and then, and you have a friend and then, and I've had that happen three times this past week with different people going, Oh dude, God's in the details. God's in the details. Yes. yes. And so if we, when we stop seeking and searching, um, then, then I'm not even going to say we're not dying. We used to have a saying that says you're either getting better or you're getting bitter. Um, That's not necessarily uh, 100% true, but you don't have to be in a full on rut. Um, One of my uh, team team members, one of my employees, uh, we talked about and said, you know, that she she just, it's not that she's going backwards. She's just existing, paying the bills, going to work every day. And what happens is life kind of starts to look shitty sometimes. It starts to look meh, gray. Yes. And, um, and so doggone it, figure out what it is, make sure you're around the right people. There's people that, that I've had, um, in my personal life and in my business. And I said, I'm just simply not going to fuss. I don't want to be in chaos or toxicity. And that may mean I need to avoid them. Um, hopefully it means that I'm able to communicate with them and say, Hey, when we get together and we bitch and complain or we complain and moan about stuff, can we not do that anymore? And, and, and if we do keep doing it, just I'm probably gonna not talk to you as much about that because, mm-hmm. man, I want to stop. I want to stop doing yes. that. And that was me. I looked up and looked around and, and, and I didn't have a lot of friends. And yeah, I went through a tough time and I went, but I came to realize I'm the only one that's responsible for that. Nobody else. Who else wants to sit around and hear Stephen complain about the bad things? Um nobody. Right. I mean, it's, it's right. people, maybe your mama, you know, but even that yeah. can become consuming. So, yes. so to me, it's one of those things where you have to take those steps and uh, you're going to have periods where you grow a lot and you're going to have periods where you step back a lot. Samantha and I both said, since we started doing the podcast that we is kind of, uh, what would you say? It's like stimulated something or
0: it's. Yeah. It's for me, it's stirring up things, um, in a, in a good way. I mean, it's, but, um, I definitely can see that God is using me and he's changing me in different ways. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm definitely getting stirred up.
1: Okay, cool, 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 cool. So,
0: um, this, this devotion, I want to read really quick. Um, I shared it with you this weekend and it goes along exactly with what you were saying. And, I didn't, I, I didn't have a plan for tonight. I just want everybody to know (laughs) Stephen's like, I want to do a podcast. And I said, okay, you take the lead. So I really didn't know what he was going to, um, in talk about in depth. So this is God, this is God.
1: You're saying this this is is God. This is yes,
0: because this is what the second or third time that I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I want to share. And it goes along exactly with what you're saying. Um, I read a devotion this weekend and it's the Proverbs 31 um, daily devotional for women and um, I won't read the whole thing but it was talking about being joyful and what's let me see what the title of what's, it. oh the secret to happiness
1: give the give the, the, the website to- real quick or can we post it on our facebook we'll yes, post it on our facebook just
0: but it's pro, it's yeah. proverbs31.org and it's 31 like the numbers yeah. not the spelling yeah. um but anyway this it was called the secret to happiness and this is what they put at the very end that i think is great the secret to real happiness isn't really a secret at all it's simply realizing the importance of counting your blessings over burdens and understanding that gratitude has incredible power over grumbling
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then it has a prayer that um, they always put a prayer at the end that you're supposed to pray uh, Lord, I long to feel happy and joyful again. Prick my heart each time I focus on burdens instead of blessings. Help me develop an intentional attitude of gratitude. I love that, and yeah. help me develop an intentional attitude of gratitude. And it's so true. Just even like how Stephen was saying, surrounding your yourself with people who are, you know, um, angry or bitter or complaining all the time versus people who don't, it's huge. Like um yeah it's huge i, yeah. know, I and i notice like i i don't notice it right away when people complain all the time but it like after a little bit i'm like man this person complains every time i talk yeah. to them Yeah. and it's so tiring it's so like oh i don't want to talk to them anymore because they don't ever have anything good to say
1: and and we talked about that before too if you're a person that draws off energy from others you're a very feeling person um yes. and your love languages are kind of more feeling based then that other person can can be a drain on you, and, yeah. and it, it doesn't matter if it's your mama or your brother, sister, or your children, or whatever else. The good yeah. thing about your children is that you can help teach them and grow them to do something different. We talked yeah. earlier about having intention with it. Um, just you, you just make a decision now. For me and for us, um, what that means is that I listen to positive podcasts every day. I listen to positive audiobooks every day there's not a day that goes by i'm not listening to it um i just recently i forgot to tell you i signed up for this live uh hulu live tv so mm. so we do kind of technically have tv but um but it's we're very limited in what we watch it we haven't had tv for a year and a half um right. and um and so for me being intentional about getting the negativity out of my house was huge We used to watch cooking shows, but, but then, you know, you eventually slip into this other crap that's going on. And to be honest with you, it just had no place where, where we were at. We were trying to heal emotionally. The girls, my daughters were trying to heal and we had to uh, step away from it. Um, I took up, they had full use of their iPads and stuff before there was restrictions, um, age restrictions and stuff, but otherwise they could be on them. That crap is in the gun safe now and um, mm-hmm. and it's not that i'm I'm against it. they had their school iPads, and I'm not against it this summer. The girls are starting to read on iPads, which is not my favorite thing but yeah. um but th- there's gonna be limitation in it um and yeah. and the reason is because I know their brains are developing, and they're not fully capable of turning that stuff off um because they're they're you know. We adults are somewhat addicted to it sometimes or fully addicted to it sometimes. Well, as kids, they don't know any better, man. They're just existing and right. whatever's put in front of them or whatever they can do is what they're gonna do. So yep.
2: um
1: so intentional attitude of gratitude. I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, yeah. so so with that, I have a couple couple things and Samantha we'll go through this process together. Um knowing you you need to know what you really truly want. And, um, and so, so on if you guys want to follow along, grab a sheet of paper or something You can pause it right now. Um, but, um, so my first question for you is, um, very basic. Who are you? Right. And so in my case, I'm, you have to be honest about who you are and where you're at. Right. I'm Steven. I'm 48. I'm, I'm a male. Uh, I'm very male. Oh, 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 um,
0: <laughs> what
1: what what um no i i like to uh you know do stuff outdoors um i uh i like to teach um i like to motivate people encourage people um i want those same things i want to be motivated i want to uh, be fulfilled in life and inspire people i want to grow and so intentionally i mean understandably that's what i talk about or i share um i want love i want to find true love um i i you know you have it with your family and stuff but um i want to be calm uh i've had issues with temper and anger and anybody that knows me will know that we call them uh bill used to call them snapback moments um i'll still have them from time to time and i want to get rid of that and that is kind of like one of my um primary goals through all of this is I'm, I'm going to do different things to figure out what I can do to get rid of it. Um, um, and then I want to perse- persevere and, um, and be balanced in a healthy physical, uh, spiritual, financial, relational, um, emotional, and mental health way. Um, wow. And so, so, so my number one thing I've I've gone through and we can later, um, this is stuff that again, that are borrowed from Bruce Van Horn and Bill Courtright. Um, but, but we can share some of the, some of the stuff uh, to help you guys kind of get your, uh, your series of, you know, two or three words or five to 10 words that kind of, they speak to you. And it doesn't matter where you're at ups and downs and all that stuff. That stuff is still who you are and what you want. And, and naturally um, it's what you express also. Um, but, but for the first time in my life, I'm at 48 divorced uh, for five, six years now raising my girls. Um, what's up at the top of my list is happiness, joy, laughter, and fun. And um and we're doing doing it in the office we're 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 gonna kind of change the culture, not kinda we are and we already have this process has been going on for about a year and a half in my office um it's I've been in this process personally for about two years now uh, and it's just a journey and um and so that's my question. My question is, who are you? You gotta be honest and transparent with who you are write down all the adjectives that that you know if if you're fluffy write down you're fluffy if you're skinny and and <laughs> and and tone and built write that down if you um like like Samantha and I talked the other day I've not been great about being consistent with my physical exercise she has been we can both have the same body build but she's going to be in a heck of a lot better shape um there all of that stuff is relative like you need to look at it and say hey where's my opportunity yeah. And she's been working her butt off now for a while, but she had to make part of her being able to work the way work out daily consistently goes back to that first domino that when she started thinking and planning said, I'm going to buy, I started a blog. I'm going to buy a camera and I'm going to ask my friend, how do I take pictures? Mm-hmm. And so that and then you come to current day and you, you like today, you joked with me earlier. You said, oh, I didn't get to work out till it was four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, Oh, darling you know have your people call my people it's such a horrible day you know yeah so so but but it's such a blessing and there's so many people out there that hear your story samantha and think hey there's no way well we haven't even talked about it today but if, you, if this is the yes you know samantha's got one arm dude like you you go tell me what you can't do you know yeah. There's, there's, there's. I'm, I'm a single dad, and I've got four girls, and obviously haven't had them the last three or four days. But, but, tell me how, 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 how tight your time is, and how difficult right. it is. I'll right. go point to you, these these women that that have done everything and anything to raise up two, three, four, five, six, eight, ten kids, whatever, in poor neighborhoods. Working two and three jobs. And how did their kids get raised up with high integrity, high moral character, and you're sitting over there fussing because you got an eight to five, 40-hour-a-week job, and you don't have enough money or you don't have enough whatever? No. Excuses are over. It's about you. And sometimes stuff happens where junky stuff happens to you. Joyce Meyer, get out of that pit. She said, sometimes you jump into the pit yourself. Sometimes somebody else pushes you into it. Sometimes you hold hands and you say, ah, when you jump in together, there's like six different scenarios on how that can work out. Mm -hmm. But whatever it is, there's only one way it's you and God to get out. Yes. To do something different. Yep. So understand that. So here's my question. Again, write this down if you want to follow along. Um, Who are you? Be honest with it. Um, and then another thing, and I, I told you guys earlier, this is not part of the life purpose thing, but it's good to know, is on a different sheet of paper. Write all those people and situations and stuff that takes up your time. So, like for me, I wrote um, some of the ladies I work with, somebody I was dating at the time, um, my parents, my children, the ranch takes time, uh, my kids' activities, uh, having to take care of the house, going to church, taking them to school. Um, And uh, and my different employees, those are all the people that are impactors that spend a lot of time with me and me with them. So you got to know who you are. And then the second question, we'll leave it at this for today, is what do you love to do? Okay. So think big big picture. Think big picture. Okay. Don't think small. Don't think – don't get caught up in the details yet. Okay. Think big picture. So what does that mean? Well – you guys can go and study and, and look up a ton of things on knowing what you really want. And, um, and that, that's where we're going. That's where we're headed. Um, I can tell you, there's a ton of things that, the book I just started listening to is called motivation manifesto by Brendan Brendan something, Brendan B. Um, but some of this stuff is not exciting reading. It's not the, you know, the, the stuff that, let me see if I can pull it up real here. Uh, Brandon Burchard. Um, but find what speaks to you. Uh, Joyce Meyer, get out of that pit, you know, and and start there and start listening. Um, I've said before, I love audiobooks because you get to hear a lot of the times person that wrote the book in their own words. Mm-hmm. Go and speak about it. And if you guys, if somebody's in a dark place or you're in a rough spot, I listen to get out of that pit probably 10 times. I listened to Untethered Soul 10 times. I listened to a book called The Energy Bus probably 20 times. I would listen to it on the way to work every day because I wanted to walk in those doors and have a better uh, um, a, a better attitude. And um, so that's the two things for today. Who are you? Be honest. Be legit. Write it all down. All the describers, all the descriptors. This is about you guys. Nobody's going to go back and check your double check your homework. And then the second thing is, um, what do you love to do? And so like, for me, I said, Steven, I told you all my descriptors. And then, um, I, uh, like to make people happy, motivate and teach, um, and, um, and do that kind of stuff. I've I've been doing it with youth. I did men's ministry stuff. I've, I teach fast braces, um, and, um, and and we've started a a mentoring uh leadership class up at junior high called impact um which is uh about students learning to lead in the 7th and 8th grade years um because we wanted to make an impact before these kiddos got into high school that's all the same stuff and it, some of this honestly Samantha did not occur to me till I stepped back and looked at everything i'm like oh it's all kind of the same thing yeah um and, um, and so I don't, you know, I don't know where that will eventually lead, but I'm a dentist. Dentist is what pays for everything. And, um, and the, what, um, doing what I do is, is partly at the dentist where did I tell you, we're going to develop a booklet or pamphlet about how to eat better and eat more properly, uh, eat more properly. That's not a way. I, I, uh,
2: so. I think so. Did it,
1: did that. I say that? Yeah. So, so that's one of the things that's another way I can teach. Right. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so we'll, we'll talk about this as, as time goes on. Um, did you want to share, or do you want to share anything about um, kind of what you love to do? I, we know it's the creative stuff. It's the writing. Um, any other part of that? I mean, I love parenting also. Like that's kind of a thing for me. <laughs> um,
0: you know, when, when in church on Sunday, when she said that find something that you love, it was, I guess I'm at a place in my life where I, you know, it could be like several things, but then it also is kind of like, I think I'm like, you know, God's changing me. I really, I really feel like he's mixing me up. And that's a word that I keep using because when I was meditate, I often meditate as you do also. And I am pretty visual when I meditate. And so, right. Um, I see images and whatnot and that's something else we can get into later. But, um, anyway, I had this image of mixing, like actually mixing ingredients. Um, it was my grandma who's deceased and she used to make homemade bread like all the time. It was her thing. And so when I was meditating, I saw her she was mixed. She used the same bowl and same spoon every time. And it was her mixing that bread and making it grow. Like, you know, the yeast makes it rise obviously, but she's mixing it all of her ingredients together in the bowl. And it's just changing the the form of the bread. You know, you start out with, you start out with flour and, whatnot all the dry ingredients and then eventually you you get the dough and then the dough rises and it forms into something else and so it was like a metaphor for me but it was so relatable because it was my grandma who I just dearly loved and I loved the bread that she made anyways and so I'm like that's what's happening with me right now is God's really mixing me up and really changing me and it's good it's good but it's kind of I'm kind of at a place that it's like okay, we're going to just kind of chill and see what happens next because he was, he was working on me when I was working at the VA and he was like, come on, you know, it's time to change. It's time to move on, time to do something different. And we did that and then I'm two years in and it's kind of like, okay, it's time again. And so when she said that, like, think about, she's like, find what you love. And I'm like, what do I love? What do I really do? And so I've been really thinking about that this time. And, um, you didn't know know I was
1: going to ask that.
0: Yeah. And I didn't. And, um, and I actually didn't even share with you why I liked church. I had just mentioned to you like earlier in a text or whatever that we had a good church service. I never said why anyway. And so I've been thinking about it and I know that I do love writing. That's still for sure a thing, but I, I don't know. Like um, I mean, there are things that I love, but like earlier you used to think of the big picture and I'm sitting here Mm -hmm. thinking like, I just, I, my soul's changing and that's okay. And that's good. And, um, God's showing me some different things and I actually love this podcast more than I thought I would. And, yeah. um, you know, it's a it's,
1: lot to do with me though, mainly. That's, yeah, that's it's just, true. I mean, yeah. you know,
0: but, we need to talk uh, more. and so, um, you know, just anyway, it's, it's interesting My, I would say that my purpose though, I was going to read exactly what I wrote to you the other day, what my purpose yes. was because I liked how I worded it. Um, yeah. So my life purpose, when you asked me what it was, is to make my life and experiences purposeful, meaning like I want them to have a reason. I want them, I want there to be a purpose in the fact that I lost my arm. I want there to be a purpose in the fact that I am a widow at 30 to suicide. Like I want those things to be purposeful in that they're helping others. And so I said to make my life my life and experiences purposeful in whatever way God sees fit. So, and then to share my love with those who cross my path and probably at the top of my list would be love, um, you know, to find, like you said, to find true love. Um, I'm kind of feeling like I'm ready for that in my life. We've gotten some, you know, things worked out and,
1: um, well, and Caleb is putting the pressure on you now.
0: Well, yeah, he you is. know, he is. he's like, "Come
1: on, we need he another is. one. Let's go. But, I need a play uh, play partner."
0: But uh yeah, I guess probably finding love would be at the top of my list right now, and and getting mentally healthy. We're we're working on that path, both Caleb and I, as I've mentioned, we're in counseling now, and that's something that's also very it has been stirring things up a lot lately and yeah. um, in the beginning they want you to come very often which is great and so we have been there very often and yeah. um it's it's so good but it's also so exhausting and so I feel myself yeah. just like I said I'm getting mixed up I'm getting stirred up in so many ways and so part of me is just like okay I've been mixed up enough today let's let this settle and yeah. see what what comes but mm-hmm. um So, you know, that's kind of one of those things. I mean, like you said earlier, don't talk to me about, you know, how you don't have time or, you know, I could sit here and tell you guys like complain about how hard actually all of this is like, um, trying to decide if I want to say this on, on here or not. But I mean, my son doesn't know that his dad committed suicide. In fact, he doesn't even know that suicide is a thing that people do and, and it's up to me to tell him like he's going to have to like everybody in his life knows everybody around us knows that that's what happened except for him. And it's actually coming, it's coming to coming to the surface. Like I can tell that he's, he's going to, he's going to have to know here soon. And that's another reason why we're in counseling is to prepare me to tell him that. Right. And um, that's something that's weighing on my heart every hour of every day that, that I know that that's coming. And so I could, I could sit around all day and say, this, this sucks. And this
1: sucks and avoid it, never
0: do it. I mean, right. Right. And say, poor me that I have to do this. And, and and I'll admit that I've had moments, you know, here in the last month or whatever that I've said, man, the poor me, I mean, you know, like who, who who wants to tell your kid that like, you know, I don't know how that, you know, it's not going to I don't know that it's going to go over that well. And I'm scared. I'm really scared because being a parent means having your heart on the outside of your body. And so, um, anyway, but I was just going to throw that out there. Like I could be, you know, sitting around and saying all of those things, but yeah, but I'm not. And
1: well, and that that's, we dealt with the same thing and, uh, we, we go to counseling and just made, uh, not made. I'm looking at gonna make, I'll probably do it here when we get done actually and make us our next couple appointments but we had to sit down with our girls and talk about hey what um what is alcoholism and what does it mean to have that addiction and what does it mean to have a mental illness or or be bipolar or or have severe depression and those things and um and and it's in some ways it's hard and it sucks and it doesn't make sense and then in other ways kids don't complicated as much as we do That's you know true. they don't yeah. um they they don't like I've, I've said they're straight up there's certain things that the kiddos don't need to know about some of those situations yeah um until they're it's age appropriate right um but even some of the stuff that because we took the girls up to uh rehab and and uh and had that discussion and and the the reality is is that is that they're in there with all these other people and they see people smiling and, and, you know, and so you start to understand, you know, we all have junk, we all have stuff. And, and, um, and so I, I think in many ways, um, you know, uh, giving the kiddos the tools to deal with it and then an avenue where they can healthily talk about it is, is pretty, pretty darn important. Um, so thank you for sharing that. I know sometimes you and I have talked, Samantha, that, um, some of the stuff with burying our soul, we don't want to do stuff that will hurt the kiddos.
0: Yeah.
1: And that will affect them in a negative way. Um, and, and at the same time, we do believe in the greater good of coming out here and sharing it with this stuff. So we're big advocates for counseling. We don't have to go, or we haven't been going as much. We don't, I don't, we'll just say we're not in an acute phase of needing to go, um, as regularly, but we're going to go soon. And I think I told you we're also going to try. I'm looking into neurofeedback. Um, I'm going to see if I can do it um, for myself, even Mm -hmm. with some of um, the, some of my temper stuff and my trust issues um, that I have. And then, um, and then uh, with the girls, with Presley and her concussion stuff, and then um, Macy and V. And so, you know, I have my 19 year old going, Hey dad, I'd really like to go talk to her and just throw, throw some stuff out there in terms of what is, um, what, what's going on in my life and what I'm thinking about. So
0: that's good that um, she is like, yeah, reaching out. That's the point that I want to get Caleb to eventually one day is like for him to feel uncomfortable saying, Hey, I need somebody else to talk to. I don't want the typical, you know, I'm a boy, I'm a man. I don't need to talk, cry, et cetera.
1: Well, I think I, I always want to say this because because I I do have a little bit of an issue sometimes with this stigma of the the counselor talking to somebody. In an ideal world, I would love for the kiddos to be able to just talk to me as a parent. You know, if you're a parent, you want them to be able to talk to you, talk to your spouse, talk to a, a fellow parent, somebody that you're close to, you know, grandparent, something like right. that and and that is ideal that's best right it's like you talk to god lay it all there like don't pick your baggage back up you know lay it at his feet yeah. Yeah. um and then and then here on earth um let it be us the reality is there's millions of christians and millions of very religious or spiritual people that are hurting and um and so we have these other very worldly ways of dealing with some of this stuff our goal I know my goal for my daughters and and I'm, I'm speak for you and say the same thing for Caleb. Our goal is to teach our kiddos, give them tools so that they can deal with life and the difficulties of life that's going to happen now as teenagers, as young adults, as old people um, without as as much as possible without having to um, use medicine and and um you know and be hospitalized for stuff and so what does that mean? You know, we want to teach them how to eat right. We want to teach them how to exercise and take good care of their bodies. We want to teach them spiritually to stay fresh and stay uh, with God and in his word. And um, and then to be around other people, community, family, that are going to love you and take good care of you. Um, so that as they go out on their way and their road widens and they're able to make more choices and decisions, as they get banged up, uh, they kind of have a home base that they can come back to and uh, and recover. And, and there's goodness that comes in those difficulties. Um, Lord knows that your parents probably Samantha wanted to uh, just scoop you up and keep you uh, protected. Um, yep. You know when when things happened. I, I can't imagine the stuff that you went through being ten years old, losing your arm, and you know the next two, three, four, five years where you went from being you. I mean, you've always been an active kiddo, but but you know that obviously changes things and the emotions right. and all that. So. All right, so um, to to wrap things up tonight, we were talking about life purpose. Um, we shared a bunch of good stuff, a bunch of different stories. Um, we we were Samantha was talking about making sure that you have an intention uh, of of having an attitude of gratitude. So if you guys haven't been doing it, you know, join us in thirty day challenge. Uh, we're praying for two people uh, every day that uh, that we don't care for, not maybe not our favorite people. We're, we're also uh, trying to do, or we're doing hundred sit-ups every day. Um, and, and so if you haven't started doing it, look into uh, doing some quiet time meditation. Meditation is actually trying to get to a point to where, you're, you know, um, there, there's, I've done it with, with praying, but for me, it works best. And I don't know about you, Samantha, but when I actually try to quiet my mind and just, mm-hmm. just, um, just exist and let
2: yes. stuff,
1: yep. stuff flow by, it's, it's. It is scientifically proven to help, and I'm telling people all the time: if if it can help get you off an anxiety pill, because you can learn how to calm yourself with deep breathing and quiet, do it. If you haven't started, start. Spend two minutes, one minute, five minutes, ten minutes a day writing down affirmations. I bought, you know, just notebooks that I'm spiral notebooks that I write in, and it's where I write everything. And I love to go back and read it. I've loved to go back and look at my journey on it. And then, like Samantha said, also, if you haven't um, consider doing some visualizing, closing your eyes, you need to listen to music that does not have words, by the way, music that does not have words helps you to focus better. And so uh, find some, I just typed in on my Apple playlist, um, meditation music. Yeah. Um, and I just play it around the house. Sometimes the girls like, really, dad, can we put on Bruno Mars? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I. I I am in the zone. I'm thinking oh. positively, you bunch of urchins. Uh no, I don't say that. I, mean, I I said it once, but um but um no, it's it's about um quieting your mind, taking opportunities. I do it in the morning, I make I make coffee and then and then I go. A lot of people don't want anything in their system, they want to do it right away. Um it doesn't matter, man. Sometimes I, I meditate for a minute or two, sometimes it's for you know 30, 40 minutes this past weekend and did it for an hour. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um and um but you gotta you got to schedule and pencil in that time to do that. So anything else, sister, sister?
0: Uh are we gonna do two good things or are we wrapping it up for yeah, time? yeah,
1: let's I think, you know, we've given them a lot of good ideas, some things that you did and just just in the interest of time.
2: Yeah. I
1: think let's let's skip that. I, I actually that was another thing I going to tell you, you know, if we're going long even though we have all that good stuff, um, was there anything of your two good things that you wanted to throw out there and leave with them, or do you want to save it for next time?
0: I can say, uh, yeah, I can say. Because we're,
1: yeah, because we'll we'll talk about um, more in this. It's the stuff that I have come up with is is kind of the same. Mine was one, of mine was go sit outside and be quiet, and listen to music with no words. So there you go. Yeah,
0: um, mine was my devotion. I do have yeah. one um, thing I can read. Yeah, do it. Before we go, and it, yeah. then, um, we'll be done. Mm-hmm. And it just actually, I was trying to click on something else on my Pinterest and this popped up. And I'm like, this is a God thing because it's what I'm supposed to read. Life is too short to wake up in the morning with regrets. So love the people who treat you right, forgive the ones who don't, and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get, if you get the chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. And that's by
1: nice. Dr. Seuss. Oh, nice. I love that. We need yep. to put that up there too, dude. That is good stuff. That that's is safe. good stuff. One of our one of the things that um that I'm gonna put down for a future show. We need we need to like talk. We we'll probably spend an hour, hour and a half on just on forgiveness, you know. Oh yeah. Um just on forgiveness. So yeah, that's a big one. So, um, so yeah, whenever I wrote down what I want, you know, um, calm, joy, happiness, balance, abundance, health, peace, love, harmony, serendipity. I like that word. It's, I love that
0: word. Have you ever uh, seen that movie serendipity? Yes. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it is.
1: That's, it actually reminds me of that, um, encouraging motivation. I want to keep joy in all situations. Um, and what do I really want? I narrowed it down. I want long-term joy, no matter life's happenings, leave a legacy of f- joy, fun, fulfillment, abundance, and encouragement, and teach and share with others. It's very similar to what yours is in, in, in some ways. So we love you guys. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, the, um, we know at least that we've got maybe 10, 12 people listening now, so that's a positive. Yes. Um, um, I'll leave you with this, and then I'll let Samantha close. I'm going to say it again. Love your day and uh love the ones you're with
0: all right and be kind follow your light and be blessed
2: yes you have a good day bye bye